Ladies and gentlemen, this is the voice of TBT, Bob Rathbun, welcoming you to another edition of Inside TBT. Here are your hosts, Andrew and Joey. Welcome back to Inside TBT. We've got an awesome episode for you guys today. Eric Demers and Austin Chapman on the show. Eric is playing with We Are D3 TBT, Austin Chapman, a Creighton alum, the Omaha Blue Crew. Get your tickets for Omaha. But before we get to all that, we got to tell you about our summer presenting sponsor, our partner in productivity, the mental performance drink. It is brain fuel. All right. Brain fuel is you got energy drinks in it. You got vitamin supplements in it. It is the best. They consider themselves, like I said, to be a mental performance drink. Of course, Joey and I are still drinking our morning coffee, but as you guys know, coffee alone does not do it when the grind gets real. Instead of classic sugar energy drinks or pre-workouts, we have adapted brain fuel into our daily routine. It's better for you. The effects last way longer. They last longer than this app. The effects, that's how long they last. All right. Get some brain fuel. We know a bunch of NBA guys that like it. You know, Spencer Dinwiddie lasted a long time in the playoffs. Brain fuel lasts a long time. Keeps you hydrated. Keeps you going. If you want to try it for yourself, head on over to brainfuel.com and you can give it a try for 15% off by using promo code TBT. That's brainfuel.com, B-R-E-I-N-F-U-E-L.com, B-R-E-I-N-F-U-E-L.com. I need some brain fuel after that ad, Joey, to keep me going for the rest of the show. What do you think? I know. I'll, I'll take some off your plate right there because that was – I mean, we just we just recorded that once and you battled through it, but we just couldn't get it done. But it's great to see you bounce back the way you did and knock that one out the park the way you did. So, um, yeah, we love brain fuel. Great job, Andrew. Go, go, go get a much needed brain fuel after that. You deserve it. Um, Thank you. I'm going to go grab a brain fuel. But this was a yeah, go, go grab a brain fuel. Um, But this was a this was a fun and interesting episode, probably the most random assortment of guests we've ever had right? A D3 All-American and then and then someone from Omaha Blue Crew, which we've never really talked about Omaha Blue Crew on the show at all. Um, but they both delivered. They were both great interviews. I think me and Eric, or us and Eric, Eric and I, Eric and we. Eric and um, I. Eric and I, we're, we're on good terms now, finally, which is good. I'm we're, yeah. It's good to be in his good graces because he seemed like a very scary guy that would hurt us. Um, and <laughs> Well, he has, he has a he has some red claws that he could use to hurt us. Good point, Andrew. He does have some red claws. Um, but yeah, and then Austin Chapman was great. I mean, like we talked almost as much golf as we did basketball, but that's the beauty of, the, of this show is that um, all you want to know is hear about what these guys are up to. And that's what he's up to is he likes to golf. So, um, but a great episode. We're inching closer to TBT. Uh, in fact, we released our top 15 uh, list of, guys that we're excited about the best guys who have signed so far top 15 and, and we're already getting yelled at on Twitter, which means we're doing a good job. Yeah. So we dropped the list, a couple names that we didn't have on there that definitely could have been on there were two guys from the TBT, you know, all TBT first team last year, which were Nick 
Nick Perkins and Raphael Putney. Got to say this, though, about like, hey, they were on all TBT first team. A lot of that has to do with how long you play. You know, DeSante Bradford only played two games. His team lost. You know, he's incredible. We had him on our list. You can't, you know, you can't. There's a there's a line you got to draw. Those guys are awesome. Nick Perkins and Raphael Putney definitely in the top twenty. If we stretch the list to twenty, if we redo the list again, maybe they sneak in there. But got to give credit where credit's due. We got fifteen really good dudes in there. And if we're being honest, James Ennis, Antonio Blakeney, if they don't, they're not going to play. Right. If they don't show up for the tournament, we got you know Putney Perkins. You're in the top fifteen. There you go. Stay tuned for later today, Joey. Before I cut you off dropping our our host team power rankings, which I'm sure no one will get angry about that. Yeah, that that sounds great. I'm excited for that. I know what they are already. It's just funny because we're like time traveling through this all. Um, But the other guy that I wanted to bring up that maybe we could have, should have put on there that was being thrown around is is Trayvon Blewett. Um, uh, He's a a bucket. They were unbelievable. But they also underwhelmed a bit last year. And, again, to your point of who knows how far guys are going to go, that – factors into it and like we also had jp mccure already on there so like it's hard for us to put multiple guys even though we did it with some teams it's hard to put multiple guys if you're on the cusp we usually just put one and that's just how we roll like it or not we are the authority and what our set what we say goes and it's our list is yeah, what our list. To say. you can have a different list yeah our list. and zip them up trust us you're going to be happy with our next graphic that that we release so yeah, you guys are in the top eight you're definitely in the top eight. Um, Joey, before we get to the interviews, I want to flip the tables on you. Do you have any questions for me? Yes, actually, I have a good one. I have a good one. Presented by Brainfield, that segment. I have a, I have a good one. A very, I, who do you think is going to win this year, Andrew? Who do you have winning the TBT? Oh, that is a good question. Uh, stay tuned for the end of the Austin Chapman interview because we get into that. Joey, before we get to the interviews, I thought of one more thing. We need to talk about our music provider. All right, Denny provides the music for the beginning and the exit, the intro and the outro. Dropped a new song. It's called Acting Rude Today. Check it out, Denny. We got so much going on. We got we got Brain Fuel. We got Denny. We got TBT. We got it all. Can I, can I say one thing before we get to the interviews as well? We need a golf sponsor. That's what we've talked about. We talked a lot about it on what? What do you? We almost had one. We were close. Oh, we yes, we we were close. Um, we've talked a lot. We talked a lot of golf on this episode. Like, we need a golf sponsor. Every single guy in the TBT golfs. It's unbelievable. It's I cannot. I really can't. Ron Baker to Mike. Dom, even Mike Dom, like probably plays out. Everyone we talk to golf. His arms are too long, Mike Dom. No, the arm arms being long is good. Well, then his legs are too long. Okay, well. <laughs> um, so we need a golf sponsor. If you're out there, want to sponsor us, like we're gonna be reaching out to some people because like that's what we do. And closed mouths don't get fed. But like if you're out there and you got golf apparel or you wanna have us on a course, like we don't care. We'll we'll throw your name out there on one of these episodes. So let us know. We need a golf sponsor. We are we're like a 85% TBT basketball show and 15% golf show at this point. Absolutely. And you, you actually said this in the interview, and this is randomly our, our longest intro ever, but you said this in the, you said this in the interview with Austin, 
there needs to be a TBT golf outing presented by Inside TBT and Brain Fuel if they want. So we can we can make that. It should be the Inside TBT golf outing, which we will work to make happen. Do it for charity. Pick one of the one do of it the, for our own pockets. What? Yeah, true. That's the kind of guys. No, right. no, we'll do it for charity. We'll pick, we'll pick a charity. Maybe the winning or whichever charity team gets the furthest this year, unless they win, we do it for them. Okay. Idea. Yeah. I mean, sideline cancer already has a golf outing. So like we could do it for somebody else, but yeah. All right. Sideline cancer golf outing. What are we doing? Last question for you. Who's winning the NBA finals? (sighs) My heart says root for the Celtics because like you just want something new and it'd be cool to see the Celtics win but my brain says the Warriors are the better team and they're just gonna win the sometimes you just got to get there and lose before you can get there and win you know and this Celtics team seems like that might be true I'll go Warriors and six the Celtics do this thing where they like stop playing for a few minutes and have cold streaks and the Warriors are like the worst team to do that against because if you hit a cold streak when the Warriors are hitting a hot streak you could be down 25 in like one minute so let's head over to the interviews. Eric Demers first, and then who you're taking? Oh, Warriors. Okay, in in five or six. Pick one. In five or six. All right, all right. Warriors sweep. See ya. All right, Warriors in four, five, six, or seven. Warriors in three. All right, there you go. Let's get to the interviews right now. All right, join us now on Inside TBT from the Omaha Blue Crew Creighton alumni, Austin Chapman. Austin, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Glad to be here. Absolutely. We're excited to have you. We, Me and Andrew, whether it's on the show or behind the scenes, are constantly trying to figure out how can we give more love to the Blue Crew because you guys clearly have an awesome fan base. You have an awesome team coming back. Uh, into the tournament this year and in college, which is Creighton basketball is hot. We want to give more love to Creighton basketball. So we're happy to have you you on. It's a long time coming. Um, Our first question for you, and and the same question we ask just about anybody that comes on the show, what beyond last year is your familiarity with the TBT? Going into TBT, what did you know? What were you excited about? Um, And then how do you feel now? Well, I feel great. Um, But familiarity with tbd was pretty um extensive i guess you know going back to seeing it on espn and it just had a lot of exposure um before time so i think i was pretty well versed and um we had a pretty good head coach actually you know a combination of a lot of guys um actually give a shout out to matt because he you know did a lot of things here um as well as doug um to kind of put this thing together um so it's been great i think that's awesome i mean you know you look at the alumni teams that are in the Mm -hmm. tournament and there's some huge schools like ohio state and miami that have you know fifty thousand students and there's some smaller schools like like creighton so what do you think it means to omaha and creighton to have a team in this tournament um it was just time you know like the move to the big east kind of helped a lot of um perino shift you want to call it um going from uh, Missouri Valley to the Big East kind of just brought that exposure and more uh, media time and just it just brought more dollars to the school right so now um, that exposure brought more players now you see um, now it's probably elite Nike school here soon um, and it's just 
continue to keep growing, hopefully. You know, me and Andrew are big college basketball junkies, and it's one of the reasons why we love mm-hmm. TBT so much is because the alumni teams and the especially former college great players are playing in the TBT. One school that doesn't always get thrown around when you talk about basketball schools, right? They they talk about Villanova. They talk about Kansas. They talk about Duke and North Carolina. But no one ever talks about Creighton. Mm-hmm. Um, can you talk a little bit about the fan base itself, how much basketball means to them and, you know, why you guys should be with the top dogs in terms of basketball fandom. Definitely. Um, you touched on that whole love for basketball here in the heartland. Um, and it's just another point there. Um, 17,000, 18,000 pack that place out. There's no pro team here. So they kind of back that um, faithfully. Um, I mean, you go down the road, you got the Huskers, but you know, I'll leave that there, but <laughs> um, so they, they just really love their team and they back their team and it, and it gives the players a lot of confidence and support there. Um, and you see it shows. Well, if you are a Creighton fan or live in Omaha and you're listening to this right now, you got to get your tickets because you get to watch Austin and the rest of the Omaha blue crew make some noise. But for those out there who don't, you know, maybe follow you on Instagram, follow you on Twitter, subscribe to your career is a way to put it. What have you been doing the last year or so in terms of basketball? Um, basketball is more craft. And I had a foot reconstruction about two years ago and a lot of life occurrences go down. So I had to take a step back and really just focus on what was important really. Um, and take care of the body really. Right. Like can't really have a career, um, doing something that's really strenuous on the body. So I had to dedicate time to that and really, um, you know, make sure I was hundred percent healthy. Um, so feeling good there. Everybody's great, but you know, um, everybody else has really kind of been off overseas really. And that's kind of the thing here for the TBT. A lot of players are often people, people forget about them, right? Like they're over playing across the water and it's hard to get touched with those games. So a lot of people want to showcase too what they've been working on and what they've grown um, over their professional career. And I think some of the people that we do have come back have, you know, created a name for themselves. Uh, Coming back to Creighton and basketball specifically, um, I was fortunate enough to play on the road at Creighton and ex- experience that environment firsthand. Granted, mm-hmm. it wasn't one of the best Creighton teams in recent years, mm-hmm. and I won't disclose the final score or anything like that. <laughs> um, but the arena is incredible. The atmosphere is incredible. Right. Um, are When you were playing, did you enjoy playing in that big of an arena? Because I know some people feel differently, especially like in the Big East, you're going to some other schools where – Maybe it's nine, ten thousand, and they feel like the students are on top of you. Whereas at Creighton, it's like a hockey rink, right? There's a little bit more space, and it's louder, but but it's bigger. I'm right. curious on you. Right. I'm in the same boat. You know, at Ohio State, it's an NBA arena, and exactly. it can't, it can only get so loud. Um, I'm curious if we share the same kind of thoughts in that regard. Definitely. Um, and I think that's kind of like the mindset, right? Like that's kind of where players want to get to is playing at the A and playing in that level with that arena. So it's kind of that same feel. Um, so it just gives you that earlier and yeah, it can get rocking at times, you know, when the game is intense, definitely. Um, but it definitely kind of just gives you that feel and gets you ready. And Mac does a good job too. Um, and his coaching staff of kind of, um, preparing you for that. It is a perfect follow-up question. How much involvement does Coach McDermott have with with the team? 
Um, I would say he's not too hands on. I would, you know, definitely. Um, but as far as like integral parts and making sure, you know, um, it's still this whole family thing, right? Like, so of course he has his, his word here and there, right? Like just like a lot of alum do. So, um, yeah, Josh is doing a great thing there and he's kind of building it right. About, uh, Dougie McBuckets, because we we saw that he'll be on the sidelines. We obviously wish he could play. You guys would have a big advantage if he could play. <laughs> Are you fired up to have him on the sidelines? Yeah, great confidence booster. Um, just for everybody as well. You know, his just energy is infectious. So he also just begins bits and pointers for everybody, right? Like, and he's a he's a student of the game and master of his craft. So, you know. Couldn't hurt, right? Couldn't hurt. <laughs> you know, while we're on the uh, subject of former Creighton basketball players that played in the NBA, there's mm-hmm. a certain shooting coach that's out in New York mm-hmm. for a certain organization that may or may not be one of the best shooters to ever touch a basketball. His yeah. name's Kyle Corver. Um, right. Any reach out to him? Any conversations about him playing? I mean, that's, I mean, we're, we grew, we're Bulls fans. So like on top of Doug McDermott, like Kyle Corver is also one of those guys for us growing up. I um, hear that. Um, yeah. So one of my big mentors is Darren Williams, right? And they're pretty good buds. Yeah. But when Darren's career ended, he was like, I'm not touching a ball again. One, cause it's just like the shape and the mental, you know, workout that they go through. Um, I just don't think that's a chance, man. I just don't think it's a chance. <laughs> I mean, you gotta ask yeah. a guy like that. I hear you. I hear you. I mean, a guy like that could. It doesn't matter what shape you're in. He's gonna change the game in the corner. easy fifteen, right? Exactly. Easy fifteen in about ninety seconds. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. mean, like he yeah. gravity to Kyle Korver on the basketball court. Is, I hear you. It's, I hear you. It's unbelievable. I mean, I mean, he doesn't need the money, but like maybe he could just right. help out some of his the brother. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. so Creighton, Creighton and Doug aside, who are not playing, right? Justin Patton suiting up. That's got to be Builder. pretty exciting to have him. To that point, though, sorry. Tolliver's okay. still out there on the board, too, right? Like, yeah. Let's forget that, about him. Another He's guy still gonna kind of up. a real shooter there. But Unf- yeah, unfortunately, just, the list kind of ends after those guys. Yeah, though, right? yeah, right. I hear you. you. You stole my pop quiz to Andrew, is going to be the <laughs> other relevant NBA player. Would you have been able to name Tolliver, Andrew? Anthony Tolliver? Yeah. Yeah, I would have been able to name. I just named him right there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a computer in front of him. Yeah. Anthony (laughs) Tolliver. You're like, can you spell that again for me? Oh, yeah. He wants a grain. But, yeah, Justin Patton, we ranked him. Let me pull it up so I get the exact number. We ranked him fifth on top 15 players currently on TBT rosters. Too high, too low. What do you think? When he's motivated, and I'm just going to say this so I light a fire, when he's motivated, top five. I'll leave it at that. So funny story, actually. One of my AAU teammates was his freshman roommate at Creighton. Um, He ended up transferring. My buddy did. But him... They're very tight. So because I follow his name's Drew, because I follow Drew on social media, I knew everything that Justin Patton was doing since he was a freshman in college. And I've seen a lot of him. And I feel like I I, I agree. He's probably the biggest what if in the entire TBT. 
is what if Justin Penn is one of the best players in the TBT? How far can the blue crew go? And if, and if I pose that question to you, what's your answer? You know, we try to just go in it one game at a time for sure. Right. But that million is there. If everybody comes, you know, in good shape, ready to play. Um, injuries can be a factor, right? Because people are just getting done with a season. So just making sure good, everybody's healthy. Um, after that, ball will do what the ball will do. I'm going to let the ball speak for itself. <laughs> you, you seem like a pretty smart guy. Uh, checked out your Instagram. You got a few different things on there, not just basketball, like a lot of the guys in TBT flood their Instagram with. So my next question to you, you win that chunk of the million. What's the first thing you're doing? Either throwing it back to the spec or their trust for a little bit, but I don't know. That's that's more a, a management question. I can't, you know, that's people with suits and all that thing that I got to answer to. That's this a, point. That's a, that's a first of all, it's a good problem to have, but it's also a future Austin problem to have. Mm-hmm. You're not worried about that right now. Yeah. I, I I do want to ask about the style of play because obviously Creighton plays a very fun up up tempo fast lots of threes is that safe to say it'll be similar for you guys um definitely um but it's also just playing with the flow of the game right like so not forcing too much and just kind of taking what's there and also running through mismatches I think we'll have a lot of them and just kind of going to that mismatch at a time so yeah. You guys had, I don't know if it was the first game of the tournament last year, but it was definitely one of the craziest first round games. Yeah. The crazy Elam ending. What are your thoughts on, on the Elam ending? I like it. You know, um, it brings a different edge to the game. Um, but you just don't kind of want to play it too close, right? Like there's a fine line with it, but my only like, I guess qualm was the ball, you know, and I think a lot of people had a, like issues with the ball, but other than that, you know, it's great. It's a little physical. They let you play, but you like that. Right. But it's fun, right? Like, and the fans love it. And that's, you know, it's kind of what we're doing it for but, kids and the fans. But before we wrap it up, Austin, I'm curious about as a player, mm-hmm. uh, would you rather the game be called too close or too lenient in terms of like, the refs having a presence and fouls and everything. There's a point, right? Like early on in the game, you let your presence be felt, right? Yeah. But as the game ticks down, maybe some things are, you know, you maybe can't put your imprint on that point. So they have a hard job too. So I give a lot of respect to the zebras, honestly. Like my dad was one for 20 years and gave me the most hell because I would just, you know, like when I got my first technical, he like chewed my ass out forever. But yeah, yeah no, I give a lot of respect to him, but that's a, there's a fine line there, man. Yeah. Well, I, I just, the TBT has the best reps just because they just get to pick and choose them. Mm-hmm. And, um, and they're so charismatic and fun and are willing to have conversations, which at the end of the day, as long as the refs can tell you why they called something and how you can be better and, and, or even say, Hey man, I missed that one. Then like, we know they're human. So, right. but I know you're a big fan of the show. Wait, I got one more question. Joe. Okay. I got yeah. one more question. So sure. this, this comes from my Instagram stalking also. 
Yeah, yeah. So this is, <laughs> this is a two-part question. Number okay. one is when did you play your most recent round of golf? And number two is what did you shoot? Ooh. It was the ace, I think, and it was a uh, terrible. 87 or 88, I want to say. If that's I'm around like a 12 and a half handicap. Generally. I was going to say, if that's terrible, then we got quite the player on our on our hands. Me, oh, me. no. The people I play with, I'm like, okay, I got a lot of work to do. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of work to do. Well, when you guys get to Dayton, just bring your sticks. Me and Andrew will be there, and, and we'll get around it. Absolutely. We need a TBT outing. That's what we're, every Absolutely. guy we talk to is like, I love golfing. <laughs> TBT outing. I don't know if you guys know Mike Vanavort at all, but he's pretty good. All right. All right. Yeah. We'll have the list. Yeah. yeah. The list. I mean, um, buckets might come too. He's scratch. So, yeah. yeah. We'll bring go. the guys. Every, it's not fair <laughs> when the guys in the NBA are scratch golfers because, like, you got to choose. Like, you can't be great at both. I mean, you can put a whole projector in the house. Why, you know, like I'll work on the game. Yeah, and, right. It's right? Like, like they accidentally become <laughs> unreal. Wait, um, I got one more question. Yeah, go, yeah, let it rip. Last question is we were talking about golf and you mm-hmm. mentioned Doug McDermott. We talked to Ron Baker, Wichita State. He loves golf. Mm. So this is my question. Creighton or Wichita State? Who's got uh, better fans? Oh, oh. <laughs> You're stirring the pot. That's what we do. I've already seen the bracket. You're stirring the pot. Um, you know, I got to go with the Blue Jays, man. Of course, you know, I got recruited by Wichita State as well, but they have great fans, you know, but each his own, right? Like they go to war for their team. So I applaud both. You know, I applaud both sides. I got to keep it political here. I applaud both sides. <laughs> but yeah, I go with the Blue Jay fans for sure. You're a, yeah. you're just a fan of fans. That's yeah. all you are. I mean, they appreciate a good game. I can't be mad at that. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, all right. This has been awesome, man. We appreciate your time. Um, Thank you. As we've already kind of mentioned, we know you're a huge fan of the show already, so you know how we end every interview. So, But for anybody who's new listening, any Creighton fans that are listening for the first time, we end each interview by turning the tables on our guests and allowing them to become the interviewer and we become the interviewees. Uh, and also give you the floor to ask any questions you've been dying to ask us. So the floor is yours. And it's presented by Brain Fuel, an energy yeah, drink that is our presenting sponsor. Yeah. So the segment's presented by Brain Fuel. Now the floor yeah. is yours. Th- thanks, Andrew. Understood. Um, and it doesn't have to be about basketball. It could be about who anything. do you guys have? Do you have a bracket made already for this TBT or no? Who do you guys well, have winning or can we get there? We got to tell you, that's what everyone asks. And, and you're better than that. You can come up with a better question. I hear you, but I, I also want to know. Okay. Yeah. Fair. I, I mean, we don't have brackets filled out. We don't – we know some of the inside scoops, but, like, we don't know who's going to be on each team and which guys are going to back out. So we wait a little bit longer to fill them out. I think right now me and Andrew are probably in agreement. The best roster right now as it stands is sideline cancer. Um, that's – they're – I mean, they're just, like, kind of due for – Do they still have Eric Thompson? Yeah. yeah. Mm, okay. Well, what does that mean? <laughs> no, I just okay. I just was wondering. <laughs> like part player GM, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So that's mm-hmm. I don't know. That's who I think right now. I mean, so much could change. If Ohio State has a team in, they instantly become my favorite. So okay. Um, <laughs> right. Like fan. 
Yeah. There we go. Exactly. Xavier so, Xavier has the most Zip Em Up has the most like commitment videos and guys saying they're playing of like the host teams and alumni teams. Like Bayheim's Army, who won last year, we're expecting them to, you know, in a week or so be like, hey, this is everyone who's on our team. We're gonna be amazing again. But like if you just pull the rosters from right now, definitely sideline cancer. And then if you gotta tell me to pick an alumni team, zip them up as a host team with all the guys that have said they're playing as of now. Those are my my two. Okay. Follow up. How many active listeners do you have on this podcast as you drop? Ooh, great question. question. And that's a question for Andrew. (laughs) So that's an interesting question because the actual like downloads of the episode ranges from like 300 to a thousand, depending on the guest, the time of year, like we'll drop an episode the day before the championship. And obviously it's going to get more listens than an episode in March. But what so is this the father day episode exactly yeah might as well all right i see what you did there but but like the youtube videos and the live posts on on twitter and stuff like that those all get like over a thousand gotcha so nice. i'd say all combined we get about like 1200 to 2000 per episode what if we told you like forty-five thousand listens an episode wouldn't believe it <laughs> i kind of helped create like a live stream analytics uh software so yeah i wouldn't believe it really yeah we need to it's partner with stream you? some you probably should actually right. but yeah we could talk about that after all right let's yeah well, that's that's for andrew not for me he's the brains presented by brain fuel right his brains wouldn't be nearly as good without brain fuel understood all right austin before we let you go anything else anything else you've just been absolutely itching to ask us before we let you go not really um appreciate the time um what is the question that you had in mind is like you're something you're pressing and wanting me well, to no, we ask get, we like, get is there a question you want me to ask we get eric Stevendorf last year asked us when we're going to get married and have kids yeah oh. not, not me and andrew but like yeah not right not, Definitely understood. Understood. Yeah. yeah. But what are your guys' golf game scores? What are your what, handicaps? Anything? Um, I'm I'm a nine. Oh. Um, I I played terrible yesterday. I actually hurt my back too. So like double, double trying to go play. after it. No, not really. I think I'm just in bad shape. Like I just hurt my back. Understood. So, understood. Um, but I had been playing some good golf. And I hurt my back yesterday, and I still like. Today I had, I worked from home today because my back hurts so bad. So it's yeah. I and I'm not even I mean I'm old, but like I don't feel that old. But I you need that I'm, Shaq icy hot. I, I can't do that ad, but sorry, sorry, I apologize. No, no, no that's hey, icy hot sponsor us too. I mean, come on, <laughs> we're all for it. So yeah, my golf game's average. I'm alright. I got you. I'm a I'm a double bogey golfer, trying to get it to be a, a bogey golfer. But right okay. now I'm a double. So like three putting generally, or yeah. you yeah. just gotta take that one. Yeah. Take that one out of there. I just realized something very recently, which has been incredible for my game. So you know, I have all these like hand-me-down clubs from my family. Like my brother played college golf for a year. So I have all these clubs and I didn't really realize until like a month ago 
that you can you you can like hit your wedges as just regular shots. You don't have to only chip with your wedges. So when I was like 90 <laughs> yards and in, I didn't know what to do. And now I know you can just take full normal swings with your wedges and it's been I mean technology is vitalized my whole mind blowing. The brains like how would he know that? Technology is mind blowing. Exactly. It's crazy. I'm like, oh I'm 80 yards out. What should I use? My dad's like, grab your you're 52. I'm like, you want me to chip from 80? You know, so now well, I'm there's now. a rule against using clubs from certain distances or no, I didn't like cut from on the green. I didn't know that like those, those clubs you would like use a pitch oh. or yeah, you get what I'm right. saying. Yeah. I, I, I hear you saying it just that boggles my mind. At right. least I know it now. Yeah. Thank you. That's going to take like five strokes off your game. Just that exactly. there. Exactly. I, Andrew, I just imagine us playing and you being like 75 yards out and taking like a half swing four iron. <laughs> now, I, I putt if I'm if I'm 100 yards and in, I just putt. <laughs> That's not a terrible strategy either. All right, Austin, this is great. <laughs> we appreciate it. We'll get out on the yes, course sir. soon. I don't know if we're going to be in Omaha, but when you're in Dayton, we'll be there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Thanks again, appreciate man. Appreciate we'll the time, Yes, sir. Thanks. All right. Join us now on Inside TBT as he's getting ready to suit up with We Are D3 TBT this summer. Eric Demers joining us now. Eric, welcome to the show. Thank you guys for having me. I'm glad to be here. Absolutely, man. It's been a long time coming. Obviously, we've been meaning to have you on for as long as we can really remember. Um, I feel like the only way to kick off the show is for you to just go to bat for D3 basketball and how great D3 basketball is because me and Andrew know it. A lot of people who love basketball know it, but a lot of people who watch TBT just don't understand it. So how how good is D3 basketball? Yeah, Division Three basketball is a unique uh, version of basketball. It's a um, very authentic version. Guys aren't there on scholarship, so they're not there because they feel like they have to be there. It's the only way they're going to – get through school because it's paid for these guys are truly putting in the work um year round because they, they absolutely just fell in love with the game of basketball similarly the way i did so you, you kind of get the most out of your athletes at the division three level because it's just is it's as genuine as you can get correct me if i'm wrong i don't think there are a ton of d3 players that are now in the g league so I think you got a pretty cool journey. Can you take the listeners through what that's looked like the last few years? Yeah, it's been it's been a journey um, within itself for sure. I've always dreamed of playing professional basketball. Um, early on in college, I thought it'd be more of the overseas route, maybe get my master's degree paid for and just do it for a couple of years of just to say I did it and, and given an experience. And then kind of as my game progressed, um, my senior year, I led the country in, in scoring. Sports Illustrated did a big piece on me, and it kind of came to a realization that maybe I don't have to go overseas just yet. Maybe there's some opportunity for me here in the United States and then the pandemic hit and it took me about 14 to 16 months to truly get my first opportunity um which followed up my tbt game last year which was to go to summer league with the the spurs and which led to me to be kind of at home with the celtics and with their g league team so it's kind of been a long journey but i'm glad to be here in america playing the game that i love another thing that we should get out of the way is talk about duncan robinson uh because obviously you guys are from similar neck of the woods and similar part of the country. Obviously he's D three to Michigan to the NBA. You know, we can, we won't talk about his playoffs this year or really his season, but obviously the man got paid. We love Duncan. We, we know Duncan. Well, um, do you have any sort of relationship with him? 
So I played pickup with him. I don't even know if he would remember this because uh, I was in college at the time. I was just one of those guys in pickup where I just run to the corner and not do too much. But um, when I signed with the Spurs to go to summer league, I got a text from him and he reached out and just kind of showed his support in that he loved he loved my game. He loved my journey that I was on, which was pretty cool. Um, I, I like to give him a hard time that he's a part-time Division three basketball player. He kind of <laughs> ran away with that, that tag, but it's like – Man, you played in you played in the national tournament for Michigan. You you can't you can't fully own that tag the way I do. But um, he's a great guy, someone I definitely look up to, especially with his journey he's been on. Something I always wonder with the G League is how well connected is the G League team with the NBA team? Like, are you guys fired up that the Celtics are one game away from the finals, or does that not really matter to you? I mean, I'm from the Boston area, so I'm definitely fired up. Um, but I don't think it matters to to people in our organization too, too much. The G League's interesting because the guys in the G League don't even have full say over the roster. It's like the Celtics have say over what they want, what assignments they're sending down. You can play well for a five-minute stretch, and you're still getting taken out because the guys are down on assignment and things like that. So it's a really interesting league of basketball because there's just so much – unknown of who's going to be playing and wearing your uniform that night. But at the same time, it's been awesome to kind of represent my hometown team. Have, have you had a chance to go in any playoff games? Do they hook you up or anything like that? Yeah, I've, I've been, to, I've been to a good amount of playoff games and got to see some, some of my former teammates or guys on assignment or, or just Celtics players I've known from being in the facility or playing pickup in the summer. So it's been, it's been a pretty good perk for sure. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's talk a little TBT. So we got to get something. We got to talk about the elephant in the room. We released a top 10 signings of signing day. We did not include you. You were very, very angry, still <laughs> holding a grudge. But just to clear the air, you didn't sign on signing day. You signed about a week before, which is why you weren't on there. I, I totally get it. I was just giving you guys a hard time because in my mind, I'm, I'm one of the top players coming back to TBT this summer. So I'd I just like to poke the bear a little bit, have a little fun on, on social media. That's all it was. Well, we wouldn't be doing our job if we didn't create any sort of controversy. Uh, <laughs> just, you know, you were just a part of it. Now you come on the show. Now you'll be on every list we ever make. That's just kind of how it works. Exactly. We're, we're biased. We can be bought. There's a whole lot of things that come into to play for Inside <laughs> TBT. And, and, you know, now you know. Now you get it. So, so that's good. But like Andrew said, to clear the air, You'd be on the list if you signed five days later or whatever it was. It's just a matter of timing. That's all it is. I got to talk to my PR people. We did a, we did a bad job with that one. <laughs> Joey and I have joked on a few episodes since. We're like, Eric Demers is our, is our rival. He's our enemy now. He, he's the first, the first enemy of the program instead of friend of the program. This is crazy because I, I usually get along with everyone. So this is this is the first for me. Yeah, well, now you're, we're, we're good now. We're good now. I'm not too worried about you anymore. Uh, obviously, TBT is a unique basketball experience, just like the G League, just like D3. What were your thoughts going into the tournament last year? I mean, you got to be, uh, you know, you had human thoughts, right? You're a D3 basketball team. You're, you, I don't know are you're, if you're going in there to win the championship, if you're just going in there to prove yourself. What was your mindset you know, going into TBT last year. So my mindset was use it as a stepping stone and as an opportunity to, as a platform to really showcase my abilities, um, which I think I did, but I feel like guys on our team have different, 
mindsets each year. Obviously, I w- we want to represent Division Three to the highest level we possibly can. Um, and we do think we're trending in the right direction. We've had a lot of close games in the past couple of years, and we, and we do think we're trending towards that first win and maybe um, get to, like, a regional final and see what we can do. But for me, it was just – I, I haven't had a first professional opportunity last year. So I was like, let me go out there, see if I can play well. I know a lot of people will be watching because it, the TBT has grown to the platform it is. So for a lot of us, it's just, it's just opportunity to gain film against, against high level professional basketball players and just see what doors open from it. But it's just a unique opportunity to come together as division three basketball players. A lot of got the guys I've never met before that have played in different places and just, come together as a, as a small community division three basketball players. And I tell, I tell our team all the time when we're on zooms and stuff like that, like everybody knows somebody. So like, let's help each other as we try to take that next step in our career. Definitely a cool story with the D three team, but you, you're a great player. Did any other teams hit you up and try to steal you away for this summer? I, I definitely have been reached out to by a handful of teams, but it's important for me to, to represent the division three community this summer. What, what would it take to, to steal you away? Maybe not this year, but, but next year, you know, fingers crossed you don't even – it's such a weird dynamic for us because we're not rooting for any guys to play in TBT, really. We would like them to be professional basketball players in the NBA and unable to. But what would it take next year if you are playing in the TBT to, to be swept away, be swept off your feet and, and move uh, to a different program? I think it would take a lot. I think I think money would definitely take a part of it. I do have a wife and kids, so I do have a family to provide for. So, so if someone's checkbook's ready to to come out and 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 write some some zeros behind a number, we can we can potentially talk. But until then, until then, I'm a, I'm a D three faithful. Are your kids ballers yet? My my son is nine months old. I don't know if I'd consider him a baller, but. Maybe a future tennis or golf star. We'll, we'll stick with that. Uh-huh. I don't know if basketball is his route. Interesting. Interesting. There's only so many average type good basketball players that make it to the professional level. That's a good point. I we I, we've always I feel like me and my buddies always joke about what what sports our kids will play because you know genetic genetics strictly based on genetics we've you know our kids have better chances at other sports. One hundred percent. Golf and tennis is thrown out quite a bit. Um, I'm surprised basketball's not, I mean, like they'll, they'll just keep getting better every single year. You know, who knows where they might be playing at a, at a higher level D3 school, your son. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I, I definitely, with the, the amount of travel he's already done in nine months and the travel he'll continue to do throughout my career. Um, I think it's inevitable that he'll, he'll enjoy basketball and be around it, but I would never put that pressure on him to try to play at the level I played at or even play to any level. He can do whatever he wants, and I'm, I'd support it. All right, Eric, you seem like a great guy, so we know you're going to kill this this final segment. Joey, you want to you wanna yeah. wrap this thing up? But, yeah, but sure, remember, Eric. we got there's a special twist now. Yeah, no, Eric, so uh, the, you, you obviously, being an enemy, you still check in with your enemies, and you know that the podcast, we end a certain way every single time. Um, we end it with a certain question sponsored by an amazing company called Brain Fuel. And we have got the Brain Fuel question for you, which really isn't a question. It's more of a segment where we turn the tables on you. We give you the opportunity to interview us and ask us any questions that you have to offer, whether it's TBT related, whether it's life related, basketball, not basketball, anything and everything is on the table. Wow, I was not prepared for this one, but we're going to roll with it. I think we're going to start off with where you see We Are D3 being slated this summer. Um, 
and out. And hopefully, I think we're going to try to go back to Wichita. But what seed do you see us see us at this summer? Well, we don't like to do a ton of bracketology just because we have a little more knowledge. Because you know we're close with the DBT <laughs> guys, and you know we we have a little bit of pull because we're so important now. And we say, hey, maybe this team should. <laughs> so much pull. So you could you could bribe us, but. What's funny about the the eight regionals is like an eight seed isn't really like yeah, there's the a lot worst of seed. You, like it's like I don't know, maybe a seven, six seed, you guys, and then you gotta win three games and see you in Dayton. Yeah, it's it's definitely a different uh layout than last year for sure. Yeah. I would say the goal for you guys has gotta be to be eventually be a three seed, right? <laughs> I mean, I would take a three seed. I think, well, let's just run with the storyline. I think just oftentimes they say, oh, look at these. It's an easy storyline. The D3 guys, Cinderella team coming out, playing the top dog. I mean, I get it. I, I 100% get it. And to be honest, it it kind of helps us play in the better teams because we get to usually play on TV when other teams are on ESPN3 or U or something right. like that. Like, we get to play on primetime television. So whatever it takes to, to kind of get out there, is, I'm cool with You'd almost rather be an eight seed than like six seed because the six seed might play at noon on God knows where, and the and the eight seed might be playing the one seed on ESPN. You know, so exactly. Like, and you knock them out of the way early, and then you the rest is cake. Yeah, that that's the tough part is knocking them out of the way early. <laughs> My goodness. My goodness. All right. Any any other questions for us before we let you go? That was a lame question, Eric. We get that every single time. Over, over, under, I score 20 points in the opening night of TBT this summer. Oh, there we go. Now we got the juices flowing. Well, I mean, you're going to have us in your ear saying, hey, man, you better freaking score over 20. So I'm going, I'm going over. I'll t- I mean, like, I feel like to keep the enemy storyline going, I'll just say under. Fuel your fire a little bit. I'll keep my hitters close. I'll keep I'm switching close. back mine to under. Also. <laughs> <laughs> I think we're good. Way here. under. I, th- I think we're I think we're done here then. I think I got enough motivation <laughs> that we'll be all right this summer. All right, man, Eric. Thanks for coming on. Good luck to you. And we are D three TBT this summer. Maybe we'll see you in Dayton. Wouldn't that be cool? That would be something. That would be something. I'd have to work around my schedule, but we hope to be there. <laughs> Absolutely, man. This was great. We'll we'll talk to you soon. All right. Thanks, guys. Yep. Unless you're 
on the pavement Not from the playpen, it's coming from the jungle When you hear the bell, you better be ready to rumble Because I'ma grab the gloves and I'm gonna flex my muscles Go ahead and spit some bars, but you're probably just gonna mumble A lot of rappers these days really need to get them humble Cause they think they at the top, they better stop before they stumble Cause I'm swiping all their biddies while they swipe it right on bumble And your girl, he calls me daddy, but she only calls you uncle But no, we not related, homie, no, we not some fam you never get in clubs, you can't even get in sand. You never get in dubs like the Browns.